This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Built by Bama online podcast, and it is daybreak for Friday, June the 26th, 2020. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com with you here on Daybreak. Three mornings per week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and TGIFs like we're experiencing on this Friday. And helping me do that as we cap another week on BamaOnline.com, Hank South, Recruiting Analyst for this there at BOL. And Hank, we kind of joked about this before jumping on the pod here, but Seems like the days when you're not expecting much in the way of news at all is when the levy sort of burst. And that was the case on Thursday afternoon as between a 2022 commitment, some big news involving some 2021 targets. Hank South, I think you may have been the busiest guy on on Al Gore's Internet on Thursday (laughs) afternoon. Yeah, I I learned very quickly doing this job that, you know, you can't really leave your house without the computer with you. You know, you can leave it in the car maybe so you can run Mm -hmm. out and get it if you need to. Uh, And, and, you know, thank goodness for hotspots. You know, I I don't know how (laughs) I would live my life without a hotspot on my phone. And so, yeah, luckily was around for this little 50 to 60 minute wave of news, uh, you know, we saw earlier this week. Yeah, thank goodness. If Starbucks and Panera's and places like that go out of business too. I think all of us in this business are going to be in big trouble because you're absolutely right. Uh, We don't have briefcases, folks. What we have are backpacks. (laughs) And in those backpacks are headphones these days, laptops, audio equipment, podcast equipment. Uh, We truly have it all to go and ready to go uh, whenever it's needed. And that was the case certainly on Thursday afternoon. And Hank, we'll start with the commitment. You always start with the commitment. I learned that very on in this business. And even if it is a commitment for the 2022 cycle, when you get one as big as Alabama got on Thursday afternoon, it's a leader for a podcast. And that was the case with Robert Woodyard, the inside linebacker from Mobile, Alabama, ranked as the number two inside linebacker right now for the 2022 cycle. Hank, had this sort of been coming uh, in terms of, of what ultimately happened on Thursday afternoon, or did it, was it a little bit out of left field? You know, I, I think the timing may be a little bit out of left field. I, I think, you know, predicting Bama for Robert, Robert Woodyard um, was certainly a, a fair, uh, fair projection. You know, he grew up an Alabama fan. He's one of the, he, he's a more, he's a kind of quiet reserved kid. He doesn't really say much about his recruitment. He didn't even tweet his Alabama offer when he got it um, earlier this year when he visited for junior day. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a shock that he picked Bama. I, I think, you know, a, a, a Thursday afternoon in June, maybe the timing. Yeah. A little bit of a surprise, but um, overall it, it makes sense. You know, Sal Sinceri, the, the area recruiter down in Mobile, obviously 
has done really good work, um, it, it, particularly at the linebacker position. You know, obviously, uh, 2021 uh, commitment from Deontay Lawson, and another um, top 100 inside linebacker. And then obviously 2020 with the Moy Kennedy, who's a, a borderline five star inside linebacker. So there's a little, uh, you know, elite f- uh, inside linebacker pipeline uh, from Mobile right now. And obviously, you know, Bama has a strong track record there beyond just the recent guys as well. So um, really big pickup and a, a really impressive kid um, that has a very high ceiling. Yeah, I was going to say, man, this run of linebackers going back to the the 2020 class and the five, six or seven that Alabama was able to pull in between the outside and inside spots. And as you outlined, uh, looking at this 2021 class as it starts to come together and now ahead to 2022, and you also have, what, Jeremiah Alexander also in there? Could be yep. an outside linebacker in his own right, I guess, from Thompson High School. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're really hitting the um, state of Alabama strong. And it's it's just, you know, 2021 is a strong year. 2022 is a strong year. There's some really um, big-time talent in 2023. So that there's, I mean, the state of Alabama has, uh, you know, a strong group of kids um, up and coming um, in the ranks of recruiting here in the next few years. And, and yeah, I, I can't think of a, a much better start. I was talking to Steve Wiltfong, um, our, our director of recruiting, um, and, and he was talking about how, you know, just getting guys like, like Woodyard and Jeremiah Alexander on board early, it, kids will want to see, kids see that. And, you know, they, they, they see, you know, oh, look what Alabama is building. We, we would love to be a part of that. We, we see the guys they already have. Let, let's join um, and build something special. Um, so it, it can be a big momentum boost and, and maybe get the 2022 class kicked off a little bit quick, more quick, uh, more quickly than, uh, than we saw 2021. And I think fans love to see commitments like Woodyard's, even if he is an in-state guy from an area that in the Saban era has been particularly friendly to the Crimson Tide to see a guy, two classes down the line of this type of caliber, go ahead and get into the boat with Nick Saban. It, it, it helps fans and it probably discourages opponents in terms of thinking about what Nick Saban still has in his tank as yeah. a recruiter. It, it doesn't, I guess the point is we're not seeing any signs of a slowdown here, I guess. No, exactly. And, you know, we're already hearing about 2023 kids that are, you know, pumped to potentially, you know, wow. hop on board with Alabama and play for Nick Saban. So it definitely kind of takes a little, a uh, little bit out of that negative recruiting pitch. We're seeing other SEC staffs and staffs around the country try to use against Alabama in, in terms of saying, you know, Saban's um, in, in, you know, his latter years as the, as the head coach. So definitely, um, you know, a good sign. And by the way, no better time than right now to jump on board with us at BamaOnline.com because we have that annual VIP membership at 50% off. And Thursday was a prime example. Every day is an example. But Thursday afternoon was a prime example why you need to be a part of BOL on a premium basis if you're not already because between Hank South, between Tim Watts, the information was flowing fast and furious, not just in terms of the news itself, but nuggets, things that Hank and Tim can take you behind the curtain, so to speak, and get you even more informed on how these commitments, how these recruitments are sort of playing out. That's all available to you right now at BamaOnline.com. Again, that annual VIP membership at 50% off. Now, Hank, let's talk about some other news that came out on Thursday afternoon. This one from an Ohio State commitment in Devontae Smith, a defensive back from the Cincinnati area. Based on some of the the board interaction we've seen with Tim from Tim and yourself, 
Uh, sounded like another one that was brewing here for maybe a little bit, but Devontae Smith goes public on Thursday, announces that his recruitment has been reopened. What does that mean, in your opinion, for Alabama, Hank? Yeah, you know, I, I think this is a positive sign for Alabama. And, you know, just when you think you kind of have a, you know, a finger on everything that's happening with the class and kind of where things are trending, who's going to end up in the class, there's always a couple couple kids that end up, you know, popping up that, you know, nobody was really expecting. And, and I think Devontae Smith is one of those guys. Alabama offered him earlier this spring. He was supposed to take a visit down to Tuscaloosa um, in late March. Obviously, that was called off due to the dead period because of the coronavirus. Um, but Bama kind of just quietly stayed after him. And, and in that kind of window of time in March, he committed to Ohio State. Um, earlier this week, you know, we, we got wind that, you know, that was probably about to end. He was going to reopen his recruitment. And Bama's been pressing for him. You know, we've, we we spent so much time talking about Jaquincy McKinstry and, and Jason Marshall. And for good reason, two big targets of Alabama's. But um, Devontae Smith hasn't really been mentioned really by anybody covering Alabama in terms of being a, a really big target. But we we discovered that he is a very big target indeed and, and a guy Bama is pressing for. And, and so, you know, right now it looks like with him officially reopening his recruitment that Bama could be in the driver's seat for him. If you if you look at the crystal ball and 24-7 sports, it, it's trending in Bama's favor. Um, and so all signs point to, you know, Bama being in a pretty good shape here. I, I think um, some have mentioned Oregon and Notre Dame as two other schools that are recruiting him pretty hard. But Bama looks like it's in uh, solid shape right now. And and kind of a, a side note, kind of a fun fact about him, he is uh, he's first cousins with Sean Alexander. So ah. he's yeah, he's he's never taken a Speaking visit to the Alabama Cincinnati area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's never visited Alabama like on an official recruiting visit or unofficial recruiting visit. He's been to a game before, and and obviously you know he has. Yeah, Sean Alexander to kind of lean on to get the lay of the land. But, uh, yeah, kind of a fun little fact. It's always kind of cool to hear some of the, the ties kids have uh, that you wouldn't, you know, normally expect when talking to all these recruits every day. Yeah, I guess that Covington, Kentucky area, just on the other side of the state line from Cincinnati, uh, that would make some sense for sure there in northern Kentucky. State of Ohio has been pretty good to Alabama in the past in the Nick Saban era. I mean, Ryan Kelly, Trey DePriest. Um, you've had some work, some effective work done in the state of Ohio. What is it, by the way, with these uh, duplicate names we're starting to run into? <laughs> Another Devontae Smith, Hank. You've got a Damon Payne, I guess, at the defensive tackle position that Alabama's involved with, the five-star out of Belleville, Michigan. Not quite Deron Payne, but wow. I mean, we've got, we've got duplicate numbers. Now we're getting into duplicate names, but I watched the tape of Devontae Smith on Thursday, and you know what I saw was a guy who I guess projects primarily as a corner, but I saw him, Hank, play some safety, play some of that star defensive back. Is is this more and more of what we're seeing from this staff in terms of recruiting the versatility of guys like Minka Fitzpatrick? Malachi Moore was one of those kind of guys most recently. Is Are you seeing more of that in the defensive back recruiting for Alabama? It it really is. You know, you talk to all these guys, um, you know, you talk to a guy like Terry and Arnold, you talk to Devontae Smith and, you know, they they are being recruited as, you know, whether it be safety or, or corner in, in Devontae Smith's case, but they have the ability to, to move around and, it, and it, you know, it obviously gives you built in depth, um, you know, going forward in, in the secondary, you can kind of plug and play guys where you need them um, depending on the situation. But yeah, you know, Devontae Smith, he, he's obviously getting a look at corner. 
but like you said, his tape is a lot of safety and, you know, he, he, he shows a lot of, you know, his tape is really impressive. You know, he can flip his hips. He, he, he shows a lot of promise at the corner position. And I, you know, I think he has, um, you know, he can project to that pretty well, especially, you know, under the tutelage of Nick Saban and Carl Scott. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, there was even some more news on Thursday that Hank had for us, along with Tim Watts right there at BamaOnline.com. The running back position. We've asked Hank about this in recent podcasts, how this year might play out, given that Alabama had so much success at the position in the 2020 cycle. Well, might be something of interest there when we talk with Hank South. Coming up next, right here on Daybreak on the Built by Bama online podcast. And we're back with more of a Friday edition of Daybreak here on the Built by Bama online podcast. Travis Ryer joined by Hank South. If you haven't already, we would certainly appreciate you subscribing to the Built by Bama online podcast. Leave us a rating and a review while you're there. That would be greatly appreciated as well. And as we alluded to before the break, Hank, we have talked about the running back position because you've done an early mock for this 2021 class, and in it, you left that position empty, for the time being anyway, with the understanding that things very much can change on a day-to-day basis. And it looks like on Thursday, Alabama made it official, in terms of an offer at least, to a guy from a program that the last couple of years, what is it, four players that I think Hewitt Trustful has sent to Alabama here in the last two classes? Talk about Alabama's latest offer at the running back position. Yeah, Bama's put out actually a couple offers at Hewitt Trustful this week. One um, in the 2022 class to Justice Finkley, who's one of the, uh, one of these rising defensive linemen in that class. But um, the biggest one in terms of most recent and, and kind of probably most notable at this point um, on the recruiting calendar is to Armani Goodwin the four-star running back that's currently committed to Auburn. Um, and yeah, like you said, you know, I did not include a running back in uh, the mock class. Obviously, Bama signed three in 2020, pretty deep there even beyond this upcoming season. Um, but this this could be an interesting one. You know, there hasn't there really hasn't been a guy that's picked up a lot of traction towards Alabama. There's there's a lot of strong in-state running backs. Armani Goodwin's one of them. There's been guys Bama's been talking to, Donovan Edwards, Kamar Wheaton, um, some other guys on the radar in the Junco ranks. But uh, this one, you know, could get some legs to it. And, and it, just in the fact that, like you said, Hewitt Trustville sent a lot of kids to Alabama in recent cycles, obviously as recently as 2020 with Malachi Moore. Pierce Quick, Paul Tyson had a commitment from DeZalem Worsham for a long time. Um, so it's a it's a program that's uh, Bama is very familiar with and vice versa. He's visited Tuscaloosa several times with with those guys like like Pierce and, uh, and Paul and, and Malachi throughout um, throughout the course of those guys recruitment. And obviously, he's, you know, proximity. Um, and, and so, you know, he's you know, you look at him and someone was asking me what took so long for Bama to offer him. You know, why hadn't they offered him earlier? And, you know, you kind of look at him. He's a little bit undersized. Uh, but he's a really productive player. Um, you know, he, he unfortunately, he, he got hurt early on his junior year, hurt his knee um, and was out for the remainder of the season. But he was on pace. I, I don't have his numbers pulled up right here, but he was on pace for another really strong season. I think he rushed for 1,400 yards um, as a sophomore. Um, so, you know, he's one of these electric kind of just playmaking ability kids um, that, you know, they're fun to watch. And I think he'll have a have a really big year his senior year. So we'll see what happens. You know, we caught up with him. He said he's going to visit, you know, Bama's right behind Auburn now that they've offered 
Um, but you know, he, he's, he's pretty firmly committed to Auburn at this point, his family's Auburn fans. I, I think it really meant a lot to him that, you know, Auburn obviously stuck with him throughout that knee, knee injury. And, you know, I think that means a lot to the family as well. So, but you know, he is going to take visits. So you have to take that into consideration as well, but for now we'll see if anything happens, but you know, first step was getting that offer in there. Yeah. If you saw Amari Goodwin two years ago on that team with Paul Tyson and Pierce quick and Malachi Moore and those guys, it was hard not to fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. Again, you're right. Diminutive back. I've got a soft spot for those guys. I love Keelan Robinson currently at Alabama. He sort of fits that mold as well. But all I ever have seen Armani Goodwin do is score touchdowns. It seems yeah. like every time I watch him touch the football, not just in highlight clips, but also, as you know, in your time of doing this, you can say what you want about the competition in some areas of Alabama, but in that area, that Hewitt Trustful is in with Thompson, with Hoover, with Spain Park. You know, mm-hmm. this guy has put up ridiculous numbers when healthy over the last couple of three years. So interesting to follow Armani Goodwin. Certainly hope he gets back to full health because, again, he is just a lot of fun, a lot of fun to watch. Now, sticking with the running back position, Hank, it's 2022 that I'm going here with this one, but. Uh, did Alabama offer a teammate of Devontae Smith at the position for 2022 this week? They did. Um, it was uh, Jabron uh, Payne, who's yeah four-star running back in the 2022 class, um, teammate of, of Devontae Smith. And you know, he's got a, an impressive uh, little offer list growing for himself. Um, I know Penn State's in the mix for him, Pitt. Um, Ohio State's talking to him. Haven't offered him yet, but um, looks like they're on the verge of doing it. But, yeah, he got the good news from from Charles Huff on uh, on Wednesday of this week. Um, and, you know, he's 2022 kids. Some kids are still, you know, really early in the process. They haven't really had a chance to take visits, especially this year when this is kind of a, a time period when guys really do start to take the recruiting process a little bit more seriously and go out and see places. So he's still relatively new to it. But Bama is definitely going to be um, a factor for him going forward. If we as we get out of here with you on this Friday edition of Daybreak, Commitment Watch is how we typically close things out. I know that you had previously put in a crystal ball for Dallas Turner, the highly ranked weak side defensive end, Jack linebacker type from St. Thomas Aquinas High School down in Fort Lauderdale. Tim Watts recently did the same uh, with his forecast there on BamaOnline.com. Uh, is that the guy that we kind of need to have our attention on the most or is, is there another guy or two right now? It seems like there's a lot of things happening. There's this growing sense of momentum, it seems like, right now. Yeah, things are picking up. And you know, I, I absolutely think Dallas Turner is one of the main guys to watch just in the fact that he has a commitment date set. He's going to announce his uh, his decision next uh, Wednesday, July 1st, on uh, CBS Sports HQ. So, um, you know, we'll be able to watch it live and, and see him pick. Um, and that, yeah, you know, that's a, that's a, a recruitment, I think, that is – going Alabama's way at the moment. Um, it's been a Bama Georgia battle for a while. Georgia, you know, seemed to be the, the trendy pick for, for, um, a few months. And then, you know, Bama kind of came surging back. And so, um, looks like they're in good shape there. I think Devonte Smith, we just talked about, um, is another one we'll be keeping an eye on and you never know, you know, like today or, uh, <laughs> you know, this week, Robert Woodyard, uh, you know, kind of just popped out of the blue. So it's always, uh, there's always something, you know, the summertime is always kind of a, a, a season of, of spontaneous commits. So, you know, anything could happen really. Especially in this virtual cycle yep. that we're experiencing for 2021. Well, Hank, always great stuff here on the podcast. 
Always great work for us there at BamaOnline.com. Once again, no better time. If you haven't already, take advantage of that 50% off annual VIP membership. It's available to you right now at BamaOnline.com. Thanks a lot, Hank. Anytime. Thanks, Travis. For Hank South, Travis Ryer, thanking you once again for joining us here on the Built by Bama Online podcast and, of course, right there at BamaOnline.com as well. Have a great weekend, everybody.